Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Victory Point Podcast. This is Dwight, and it is March 2, and I'm here with Spencer Emmons, and... Spencer, it's just great talking to you about the well, word. Thank you. It's this is a blessing to me. I've this is a very good opportunity, and I I love the opportunity to look into God's word and just talk about it. You know, and get up earlier than you're oh, used man. to getting up. I'm dry. I'm my my I am in a bag. I've got myself <laughs> in a bag over my shoulder. <laughs> it's good. You gave us a little snapshot of really your first encounter at VP. You were working on the edifice. Yes. (laughs) You were uh, doing some beautification of the grounds. Yes. Um, Tell us more of your connection to VP. Well, um, I remember meeting Pam Pam Dreyer back in those days, and I've met quite a few of the other people. Let's see. There was uh, Jimmy was one of the fellows that was there. Uh, He was a retired police officer. He's in the he's. He still comes around. Uh-huh. I see. I see that fellow around. And, you bet. Yeah, meeting those people and and relating with those people that was very helpful for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Coming back uh, from incarceration and being being incorporated into society at large, mm-hmm. uh, that was that was a very big, very memorable moment. Some memorable mm. th- moments meeting Jimmy as a retired police officer and telling yep. him, telling him some jokes about. <laughs> now, did he know officers. you from your earlier days? Oh no, 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 no. no. <laughs> but telling him, but telling him jokes about police officers and yeah, you know, right? <laughs> it, it was fun. It was fun. It was a fun time. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, I know you've been connected with a number of different church families in the community. Yeah. Uh, but we always love it when you come visit us and you play in the worship team and you're a familiar face around Victory Point. It's a blessing to me to be there as well. Well, today's passage is out of the book of Romans, book that the Apostle Paul wrote to the believers in Rome. And Spencer, would you be gracious to read this passage to us it's chapter 10 hmm. and then it says 8b to 13 i don't know where b begins but I, right <laughs> i kind of wondered that myself i i think i figured it out that oh, there's a that is is the parenthetical thing well at the very beginning of verse 8 it says but what does it say question mark mm-hmm. i think that's a considered a and then okay. b is considered um, the the worst of it, the word. So yeah. the, uh, the but you know what? Just read the whole thing. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So just a note for you listeners. 
Spencer was so into this scripture passage that he just kept reading and reading and reading, and we had to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is some good stuff. Don't miss it. He couldn't stop. Read, read the whole context. I, I encourage you. <laughs> right. So talk to me about this passage, Spencer. I don't know how anybody could think that this is something made up. Who would make up something like that? That the leader of the leader of this of the religion dies and then comes back to life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know who who what kind of who can think this stuff up? Who makes that stuff up? Who? What do you think of the phrase? If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead. Mm. You'll be saved. Well, is that what happened to you? Oh yes, yes. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I remember uh, somebody painting the picture for me. Like faith is like being like in a chair. If you rest your entire weight on it, then you're Mm -hmm. trusting in it. Then Mm. you have faith in it. If not, well, then you're going to have tired legs by the time it's all said right. and done. It's one thing that to believe that the chair exists. Yeah, yeah. But it's another level to actually sit in the chair and to trust oh, yeah. that it'll hold you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I sat in that chair, and I've been sitting there for a while, and it's nice. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's holding up. <laughs> Hasn't buckled on you yet? No, no. Well, I was just visiting some friends in the Lansing area this last weekend, Betsy and I drove to visit Capital City Vineyard where my buddy Kevin is the pastor. Kevin and I were, were housemates in college and after college. But while we were there, we got to talking about how there's all this conversation and debate in the church of what is the gospel. It can be a very deep and complex and theological conversation because there's a lot of things that we can say about what the gospel is, but this is one of those passages here in Romans 10 where he says, hey, if you believe that Jesus raised from the dead and you confess that he is Lord, you're saved. There are moments of simplicity, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's lots of things that we can say about the cross and substitutionary atonement and what does it mean to be justified and you know, all these things, which are all good and important things to study and lean into. But then there's also a point to just say, hey, I need God. Yeah, I yeah, I totally get that. My life's a mess, and I, I just need to cry out to God and, and believe that he died for me and he rose for me, and that's all I know at this point. Yeah, it doesn't have to be real complex to experience it. Right. I am so glad that it's not complex. You know, God made it real simple for me. You know, I remember actually cussing God out and he's like, well, I'm glad you're here. You know, that was his response. That was his response. I'm, I'm so glad you were talking this out. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here and I'm cussing God out. And he's like, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I found his chest big enough for me to beat on if I'm frustrated or if I'm angry, mm-hmm. I've found his chest big enough to pound out. I love that. And that God wasn't offended, apparently. Oh, apparently not. He wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> he, weren't going, he wasn't going anywhere. You know, I kind of feel like David's sort of cussing out the Lord, even Man, though there oh, yeah. are cuss words to, in the Psalms. To some aspects, yeah. He yeah. Was, yeah. Oops. It's he time was, for me to eat. Sorry, Spencer. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness, you better do that. <laughs> I can I, wait till I, after the episode. Did I see you do <laughs> Anyway, God makes it real simple for us. Just believe in your heart that he, Jesus is Lord Master, that he is Master. Is he mastering us? That's a good point because it's one thing to just believe that Jesus is real and that he died on the cross, but it says believe, confess that Jesus is Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, what does it mean for him to be Lord? Yeah, that's that's heavy right there. That is very heavy. It means that he's the master. master. He is master. And then believing in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Why do you think it's important that we believe that God raised him from the dead? Because if God has raised him from the dead, then his sacrifice has been accepted. Hmm. His sacrifice was accepted by God the Father. And that also means that we too can enter into the presence of the Most High through the blood of that sacrifice. We can come and present our petitions before God and be heard and be understood and be experience the comfort of God the Father, God by His Holy Spirit. We can mm-hmm. experience these things. You know, we can we can be in the presence of the angels, the twenty four elders. We can be in the at the mercy seat. Because he's there. Because he is there. Because, because he blood, rose, we we will rise as well. Because he rose, yeah. I will. I'll experience that. I'll be with my family. I'll, I know that there are people up there that have gone before me. You know, and that's mm-hmm. a great cloud of witnesses. <laughs> I love it. I love those moments where you may feel like, especially if you're new to scripture or new to the faith, where you feel like you're swimming in this deep sea of history and theology and all that. But there's these moments where God just distills it all down and it's just clear and it's simple. I remember, uh, I think I started talking about being in a uh, Catholic service while I was in jail. And uh, Mm -hmm. this lady was talking about how we view fathers and that we tend to view God, the father, Mm -hmm. in the way that we view our earthly fathers. Mine Mm -hmm. was just not there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, just he was just not there. So, but I've realized that God is there. He he is with me. He he doesn't leave. He doesn't forsake in the way that humans tend to. Mm-hmm. You know, humans will fail you. Yes, humans will fail one another. We we fail ourselves sometimes, but God yeah. is always there. He he does not leave, and he does not forsake, and he works with us. Yep. And he makes us into his image and into his likeness and brings us from where we are to where he is yes. and wants us to be. Yes. Yeah, if, if we have fathers who were there for us, fathers and mothers, they, they give us an image mm-hmm. of what the love of the Heavenly Father is like. But if we don't have that, well, from your experience, and I know the experience of many others, God is ready to refather us, to yeah. reparent yeah. us. One of the things that stood out to me was, you know, John three sixteen and 17, because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John three seventeen was a real page turner for me okay. <laughs> because God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Mm-hmm. And that was a paradigm shifter for, for me. Mm. Because I often thought that God was disciplinary and, and harsh and out to get me, looking for me to step out of line, to smack me back into line. And, and that's just not 
not who God is, not mm. not the way He is. He He tends to love us into His presence, or mm. to love us right where we are, and to to bring us from where we've been to where He is. That's been a real paradigm shifter for me. Mm-hmm. Well, as we wrap up this episode of the podcast, I want to take us back to just some of these principles that we read about today. You know, Paul says that if you believe in your heart, mm. you are justified, mm. meaning you're made right with God. And then it says, if you confess with your mouth, you're saved. Just call on him. You'll, you will be saved. You, man, if you haven't come today, if you have not come to knowing, if you haven't come to believe, if you haven't come to confess, I would encourage you to do that. Confess that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart. Jesus is alive. Experience this salvation. If you haven't... Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.